0: Welcome to the Soul Fire Inspiration podcast. My name is Webby. I'm doubly glad you're here. I just thought that I would record some thoughts today and just, um, you know, maybe have them here for later when I want to reflect. And also just so that this can possibly encourage someone else who's gone through um, the same experience or a similar experience to mine. And if that's you, then I hope this this benefits you. In this way, have you ever felt like God is playing you? That's an interesting question. Um, So let's put it this way. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where, you know, maybe something happens, like an opportunity comes your way. It may not have been an opportunity you were looking for, but it's definitely something you'd be interested in and it kind of just happens to you it it falls in your lap so to speak and it it opens one door that leads to another door so you know you find yourself going down this trail um, where this opportunity looks like it's about to unfold into a new reality for you. so for example, um, I found myself, uh, and I, and I'm gonna explain why I'm asking this question, but let me share personal experience so that I guess we have some context, okay? I found myself one day in a situation where a good friend of mine called me up and he was working at some place. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you where that is. I, I just kind of want us to build the idea, but without you know, attaching some intricate details to protect their identity and so on. And so he's he's been working at this place and he's about to leave. And he calls me up and says, "Hey, I'm about to leave this place, and I think you'd be a perfect fit, you know, to replace me. But even more um, than just being able to replace me, I think you'd really be great at this because, you know, I've watched what you do. Um, you seem to be, you know, t- to be very well spoken. Um, of course, this is someone who's a friend of mine, and he's looking at this in the context of: Would you be able to to grow in this area? Would you be able to to do a great job? And in his mind, he had, you know reconciled it within himself that I'd be the best person for it. And I'm glad. I mean, he's a friend of mine. I mean, if a friend of yours thinks of you and comes through and says, hey, there's this thing that's going on and I think you'd be great for it. That's a true friend. You want to hold on to that one. Anyway, that's besides the point. But it's a good point to make. And so, he, you know, he organized things. I ended up coming to that place. I had my first interview. Things went really well. I um, I thought so and that's the feedback that I also got so much so that I was invited for a second interview and you know that went well as well so they told me as I was leaving that you know they'd get back to me they were pretty sure that they wanted me to be um, to join the team rather and uh, they'd be getting in touch to let me know how that was going to happen but they were also running this up the chain and you know long story short it went silent now here's the thing, I, I got upset about it um, just thinking about how things had turned out because I was like, um, this this would have been a really nice opportunity, this would have been a really nice gig if I got it. I wasn't looking for it initially, I wasn't actually out on the hunt trying to figure out if I could get this opportunity, if this could work out for me. It, it sort of just found me doing other things, it it happened, Okay. But now when it did and I was going through the process of, you know, trying to see if I could get in, my hopes went up and I really believed in that moment that God was opening this door. After all, the Bible does say, you know, that the blessings of the Lord maketh rich and add no sorrow. You know, that what's what's mine is going to reach me. It's going to come and I'm not going to have to struggle for it. I mean, I'm, I may have to prepare for it and in fact, I'd, I'd do well if I was preparing for it. And I was staying ready, you know, just ready for when the breakthrough comes. But it would come and it would find me and it would be mine and I wouldn't have to cut anyone's throat to get ahead of the line, you know, <laughs> figuratively speaking. And so I was upset because I was like, you know, God, I thank you that you opened up a door. It seemed to me that this was you doing um, this you, you were leading me in this way. You were you were making this happen for me. I prayed about it also in the process of waiting for feedback. And you know, while I was in between the offer and, or rather, I was in, I was in between the opportunity becoming apparent and it being offered to me. Everything seemed to be going in the the direction of me finally getting into this space, which I wasn't looking for before. And that's one of the things that was really convincing to me that this was God doing it. But then it went silent and, well, I actually waited quite a while for any feedback. It was about maybe, what, three, four months? I don't even know if anybody waits that long to know whether something came through or not. I think by three, four months, you know that things moved on, that ship sailed, and this is not your thing, you know? But something in me made me want to ask Um send a message and find out, hey, what happened? I've been waiting to hear feedback about this. And so I sent a message and, of course, they sent a very long-worded response, which was basically this, we regret to inform you that you did not get the gig. Okay. So I was mad at God for a minute because I was like, "Um, God, you know that I could use a breakthrough right now. I mean, I didn't know it would be packaged like that opportunity that just came and went. But that would have been a really good gig. See, the thing is, I needed something and I was praying and hoping for a breakthrough that would also result in me being able to make a little bit more money, be able to get some, you know, some form of financial stability, some regularity because the nature of my business, you know, things don't quite work like that. So this would have been a really good gig to have. And I think it would really make a lot of other things possible for me to put it simply. But then it just came and went. In fact, it came and went even before I had a chance to hold on to it. Like I had, for a moment, I had hope. For a moment, it looked like it was going to work out. And then it didn't, you know. It's kind of like the Shunammite woman who didn't ask the prophet uh, Elisha for a son. But, you know, he said, by this time next year, because he, he had enjoyed their hospitality, her and her husband. And, you know, he wanted to repay That hospitality by doing something that would make a difference in their lives. And he prophesied that the Shunammite woman would have a son by, you know, a year from the moment they were speaking. And then the Shunammite woman got the son. Fast forward, the son died because, you know, he got sick. And the first thing that she said to him, which is exactly what I found myself saying to God, was, Did I ask you for this? I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for my hopes to be raised up. I didn't ask for something to look like it was about to. To, to come through and then just to have it taken away from me, sort of like a mirage in the desert, you know? What would be the point of of that? And I was mad at God because I was feeling like as if he was playing around with my emotions, like he was dangling a carrot. The thing I love about God is that he doesn't get offended or put off when we have a rant or when we have a meltdown um, or a tantrum, as we'd like to call it for those of us with young children. <laughs> God doesn't get put off by my tantrums. He doesn't get put off by my raving thoughts because He's God. He made me. He knows the extent of my thinking, my emotions, my behavior. You know, He sees it a mile away and then just waits patiently and treats me with kindness and grace. I'm saying this because I did not feel condemned and I did not feel like God was upset that I disrespected Him. Actually, in case you did know, this is exactly one of the things that is meant in the scripture. One Peter five seven it says, "Cast your cares upon the Lord, and He will sustain you." Um, or, or cast your burdens upon the Lord, and because He cares for you, yeah. If I may paraphrase, you know, casting your cares or you know, bringing your your situation to God is you saying, "I can't carry this on my own. It's frustrating. It's painful. It's difficult. It's impossible." How about I leave it with you, who is all knowing, all able, almighty <laughs> and give me peace instead. I, w- I want peace. I want relief. I want to not have to carry this this burden. So this was me, you know, doing the casting of my cares and my burdens upon the Lord by processing my emotions out loud, being upset and saying that I was upset, acknowledging what I was going through. And literally blaming God outright for the disappointment that I was experiencing um, in that moment. You see, if this was something that I was chasing, say for example, you know, one of those situations where you start trying to go a different direction. Maybe you feel the tug of the Holy Spirit, you know, telling you, you know, that's not for you or you want to stop in your tracks, you know, heading down this direction. There's nothing good that's going to come out of it. And then you disobey and you do that you know, you go ahead, you ignore what God is trying to say to you through his Holy Spirit or through the voice of the Lord, as we could also call it. If things don't turn out well, or if they, you know, if things break, <laughs> if it all fails and it it, it has a, a negative outcome, then really you have no one to blame. You can't go back and start complaining and saying, you know, hey God, why did, why did you let this happen? Because I think in that moment, his response would be, uh, I tried to tell you. And you weren't really listening, so, you know, I guess this is the only language you'd speak, so, you know, I let you have at it. So, here we are. This is not that situation, you know. This is not one of those situations where I was walking in disobedience and trying to figure things out on my own and trying to see how far I could go. No, no, no. This thing came literally unexpectedly. So, here I am in disappointment, in discouragement, dealing with all of that, and I'm angry at God. So I had a revelation about that. You know, this happened, I think, three, what, three years ago? Yeah, three years ago. This happened three years ago. And um, it's only just now, at this point of recording, at the point of recording this this episode, that I actually had a revelation about it. And it's this. And this is sort of where you can relate. You know, I've taken all this while to set this up, just to to help you understand why this revelation is so significant. Along the journey of our lives, um, when God is as God is leading us along the path of purpose, you know, to our destiny or in the discovery of what our destiny is, as we travel down the path where we begin to unfold or to reveal or to peel back the layers of who God has made us to be, as we go down that path of discovery, um, it's easy to get discouraged and it's easy to get. Uh, disillusioned you know when the wait is long and it doesn't seem like it's working out it doesn't seem like it's going to ever work for you or it's ever going to happen for you um something very interesting happens and this has happened to me before i know this now because i've been able to join the dots as it were it's difficult to see how much progress you're making until you're in a situation that makes you realize so for me Um, being in that situation where I was in that space where the prospect of getting a new gig was, for a moment, a reality, I sensed that in this moment God was actually showing me or giving me, to put it simply, giving me a glimpse of, one, how much I had grown and how much I have become capable of and how much progress I have made along the journey of my life, in the growing of my skills and my abilities and my reasoning, even in my faith, you know, in my thinking capacity, what I believe is possible, what I believe I can go for. And God was also beginning to show me, or rather God allowed me to see things about me that I didn't even know were there by allowing me to be in a situation where those things would rise to the surface, the conditions for those things to rise to the surface was right or was conducive, so to speak. And the reason why I did as well as I did was because, you know, because of my growth, because of the development that I've been going through for a season. It was in me. It was latent in me, but I just didn't know about it. I didn't. I didn't know that that was there. I did not see my own progress. I was so caught up in the mundane, so caught up in what I'm hoping for, so caught up in where I'm trying to go and how I'm trying to um, get there or what I'm trying to achieve and so on and so forth that I wasn't taking enough glances back to see how much progress I'd made, how much growth was happening on the inside of me. And so God was giving me the opportunity to see it of course, in that moment, that's not what my thinking process was. But in hindsight, and you see, hindsight is twenty-twenty. We always see things more clearly when we see them from a distance. In this context, of course, um, God was allowing me to see that He had He has been developing me, and it's going somewhere. Now, is that to say that the exact opportunity that came and went was what God has ahead of me? Maybe, maybe not. But what's most important in that moment is to be able to to see and to appreciate the growth, the difference, the the development that has happened in me. Because then I'll begin to appreciate my process. I'll begin to appreciate what is happening. I'll become more aware of what is happening in my life. And it will consistently be the encouragement that I'm actually going somewhere. It's 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 all going somewhere. It's leading somewhere. It's leading somewhere. It's not for nothing. It's not some kind of carrot that God is dangling and using that to sort of disillusion me. You see, that's the thing. God is not wicked. God is not playing emotional games. That's not who he is. Okay? God does not have time to... God does not operate the way human beings do, to put it simply. We know how human beings are. We know how people can be... We know how treacherous we can be. We know how evil we can be. How conniving and scheming and, you know, political and bureaucratic, whatever the term is, God is not that. God is a good God. He's a kind God. He's a gracious God. He's a merciful God. He's a faithful God. He's a just God. There is no treachery, no sin, no evil in him. And it it's very important to be able to see him in that light. And many times, We don't always lead with that, but it is something that he allows us to discover because in hindsight, when he's giving us context for our experiences and the things that happen in our lives, then we begin to understand and we begin to grow and we begin to mature. Even in our view of things, we begin to see our lives and the world around us very differently, we begin to see our faith very differently, we begin to understand things that weren't obvious to us before we get a revelation as it were, and so this revelation for me is life changing because I think in very many words what I'm really saying is God allows us to get to pit stops along the journey of purpose in our lives, really just to help us see how much we're growing and how how we're turning out, who we're becoming, okay? and it's also a way to encourage our faith to show us hey this is what's in you and you're going somewhere and everything that's everything that's developing in your life is for your good and for the fulfillment of my purpose i'm imagining this you know god is saying this to me you know it's for my good and for the and for the fulfillment of god's purpose for my life it's very important for me to say at this point that none of us created ourselves that's fairly obvious okay because there's only one god and we're not him None of us elected to put ourselves in the situations we find ourselves in. None of us could have forethought what our lives would be and then set ourselves on the path that leads there. All these things have happened because an almighty God, an all-knowing God has orchestrated it. And every single one of us that is still alive today and is still on this earth and is still doing something is, is only doing so and is only experiencing that as true because God allows it. That is why the Bible also says, um, I don't remember where that, that is in the Bible specifically, but I know it's in Proverbs. It says, A man can make many plans, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Why? Because it is the Lord who makes it possible for us to be here to even make plans in the first place. So I might be out here chasing my dreams and chasing my idea of what I want to achieve or what I believe is success, But that may not necessarily be what God's will for me is. Um, That that may not be what God's will for me is because it is driven by my own selfish ambition, my own motive, my own self-serving motive. In a previous podcast episode, actually the one before this, I did say something to the effect of, You know, God's, God's, our dreams and our desires and the things that we pursue are God's way of telling us what his desire for us is, like what God's purpose for our life is. Now, the differentiation here is when we go back to the drawing board, meaning when we go back to God and ask him to reveal his plan or just to reveal our next step. Sometimes he won't show us. In fact, I believe many times he doesn't show us the whole picture. But he does give us a glimpse and he gives us direction for the next step. And he puts us puts us on a path and guides us and helps us by empowering us to stay on that path. Meaning he's the one who makes it possible for us to pursue the very desire that he's planted in us. Then now we begin to live out our lives the way God intended. Okay, And it helps us to see the difference between what God's plan is and what it is that we're chasing on the basis of what we've bought into bought into the idea of success you know but what idea it is we've bought into that makes us believe that whatever we're chasing is is what's right is what's good okay so none of us elected our lives ourselves excuse me um, um, created ourselves put ourselves in our position the only thing we do the only thing we can do is agree with God and allow him to lead our steps to where he intended them to go rather lead our feet I believe Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 6 uh, Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 through 6 says it even better than I could um, with this rambling <laughs> it says trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight I think another version of that scripture says and he will direct your paths why? because he knows where it's going you don't The only thing you can do is either get a revelation or get a conviction in your heart about what God wants you to do and then put one foot in front of the other. You're taking steps of faith. Why is it steps of faith? Because all you do is, all you have in that moment is a belief that it's leading somewhere. But where it's going, you may not fully have that picture. So let's backtrack a little bit. The revelation that I'm sharing with you today is It revolves around that feeling that we sometimes get when we find ourselves in situations where things seem to be opening up, things seem to be going in a direction, an opportunity just happens to come your way and it looks like it's going to work out and then it falls flat on its face many times even before you've had a chance to see what it could become and you get really upset. The revelation is that's just an experience, um, an opportunity for you to see what is even possible for you? You see, before it, it came your way, you didn't even think you would be in that position doing whatever it was that that opportunity would give you a chance to do, okay? You wouldn't have known how much is in you. You wouldn't even have had the faith or the guts to put yourself in such a situation where you would be contending to get into that space. But now that you've been there and now that you've experienced that, what that tells you is, hey, there's so much more ahead and a lot of it you might not even think you're able to withstand right now where you are with what you have. If things haven't worked out yet, hang in there. It's going to work out and it's going to be better than what you're imagining, what, you, what you're what you thinking of and even what you're praying for. After all, God does say that exceedingly, abundantly, more than we could ever ask, think or imagine is what he has prepared for those who love him. So, Through everything I've said and all these thoughts that I have shared here, I hope that you've picked something that encourages you in your experience, in your journey, where you are right now. My hope is that you don't get discouraged as you travel along the path, the path that God has you on, leading to where he's taking you. Please hang in there. It's going to work out. It's going to be beautiful. And in hindsight, It'll all make sense. Hey, take care, be safe, and remember wherever you are found, be love. Catch you on the next one.